0: Tassa Bhagavato Rahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namotasa Bhagavato Rahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namotasa Bhagavato Rahato Sama Sambuddhasa Vuddham Dhamma Sankham Namasami So this should be uh, the last um, time I'll be Addressing the group, the community for a month or so, um, at least <laughs> if, I, if I survived <laughs> my farewell days. Enough. <laughs> so, dutiful as I am, I thought I should try and sort of um, tie something up or say something that hasn't been said. Encouragement. <clears throat> I really uh thought I would I felt a movement towards uh, faith experience of faith, which is um, pretty pretty uh, strongly um, configured element in the in the teachings of the Buddha you know in all these factors and the the stream entry is someone who's got solid faith that's their main their main um, accomplishment, if they have complete faith, uh, and but you know, so they're not slipping back. They really, they've really made a mark. <clears throat> and it's, but it, uh, it's a kind of a term or a word that we don't necessarily have much feeling for because it tends to be something that you know, like well, there's the Islamic faith and there's the there's the Presbyterian faith, it's kind of like religious or belief or some kind of uh, hypothesis that we don't actually uh, don't really know, so we take it on spec belief of some kind, it's a bit sort of woolly and so I thought it would be good to because of that, I thought it would be good to address this topic Confidence Mm. It's said that the, the, the three, um, fundamentally three ways or three ways in which one realizes stream entry one is the kaya saksiki or body witness which is basically through working in the body in terms of samadhi Then one, one touches with one, one's, in one's body the realizations, the fruits of the practice, you get a certainly a, um, a somatic, or a steadying, or radiance, or suffusive quality that's very clearly telling you, hey, this is something out of what you've, where you've been. You know, this is not another thought, it's not another emotion, it's not another, it's something different. Um, and it, you know, it's pervasive, it's subtle, um, it's a subtle energy, and it, it tends, it's, because it's pervasive and suffusive, it's sort of it moves through these uh, our thoughts, and our moods, and we can't really we don't really have that, that compulsion to to figure things out, you know so we don't really believe in thoughts being that that, that um, valid you know, it's useful as a tool, but it's not going to tell you anything ultimately you know, it's not going to. You can't think the deathless or Nibbana, It just doesn't doesn't work. You know, mm. and a lot of our um, kind of struggle is in in the amazing um, conviction that there occurs around the thinking mind, particularly the emotionally powered thinking mind, when it feels really certain and right and. And this is it and this is not it and I am this and I'm not that and it should be this and it shouldn't that and the kind of thing That you can feel the energy of that is quite galvanizing for people there's a lot of um, <clears throat> particularly in, in a kind of literate um, society that we a tremendous confidence in, in the written word and thought you know it's this sort of you know the legacy of the Greeks really We've continued to develop, but you recognise in in the Buddha's time, probably wasn't Buddha probably wasn't even literate, you know, he didn't read books or write anything. So what does the mind do? That's not like you know, actually isn't that, uh, and you can certainly think, you can use it. Uh, so it's always one of those kind of um, you know big big uh, things with Samadhi how to. How to um, come out of the spin of thought, which drags up these topics and memories and stuff? I guess keeps going on and on and on, <clears throat> mm. with a huge sort of um, power to them, M- magnetic, galvanising power, because of that unconscious, you know, reflex to really take our thoughts seriously. Mm. So with Samadhi, you one of the things you actually begin to experience a kind of a, a reality. <clears throat> it's not an ultimate reality by any means, but it's a it's a subtle energy field. Mm, that's so it gives you some vantage on the gross forms such as thoughts, sensations. You know, you know it's, it's kind of clunky stuff. Feel much finer and subtler, and more happy, and you know, in in this other realm. Mm. and the other, the other um, method is, is, in, is called insight which is much more um, begin to figure out in a way, begin to witness processes uh, moods hindrances, uh, fascinations as phenomena rather than as myself so you can actually witness the moods the um, stuff and you've got that sense of, of being able to measure. It rises here, it stops there, it's based upon this, it feels like this. You've got a quite an analytical mind. <clears throat> you can see yourself coming into being. You know? And if you, you experience in your meditation, when you get to something quite deep, and you feel quite calm, and something clicks, and there you are again. You know? <laughs> something just catches hold, and one's whole energy shifts and we start to form ourselves with our, there's a different quality to it isn't there, sort of a driven sense and a familiar sense of here I am again, you know uh, with faith the, the senses of a kind of a deep conviction in in uh uh, dharma beyond beyond that mm. which um not thought not conceived not put together not created not substantiated not owned mm. so this actually is the um is the benchmark for the for the stream enterer they have someone who is through practice um begun to see or acknowledge, feel their historical personhood arising, coming into being, dependent upon memories, thoughts, feelings, perceptions, just that, you know, doing its thing, uh, running around, uh, feeling it's got somewhere, and then not really having got somewhere, and, you know, the, that, that uh, historical personhood. See, what is that? You know, it's, it's made of, you're listening to the, 21st century or the 20th century. Some of you listen, I'm listening to the 20th century still. (laughs) That was bad enough. (laughs) So, you know, your mind is plugged into all these messages and um, and stuff going down, you know. Mm. Mm. But you kind of begin to, rather than fight with that or you know, get, get, um, snared in it, either aggressively or, or, um, trying to endlessly, trying to sort it out. You know, one sees it just as this, as this formed, something formed through history, through past karma, through where we've been born and brought up and, um, kind of, um, you know, where we feel happy and where we feel sad and, you know, what we feel we belong to, and what we feel we don't, we wish we did belong to. So it's it's a, it's the personhood is um it's a valid reference, and yet one sees it's also something that really needs support, and support not by endorsing its, its, um, drives, but, but kind of just holding it, like you're holding a, um, frightened bird, you know, just okay, Right? What do you really want? What's really needed right now? Mm. Uh. So sometimes it's calm, steadying. Sometimes it's loving kindness. How do we meet ourselves? How do we meet our pains and our disappointments and our uh, urges to do and make and get. But hmm. everything is unfinished, isn't it? <clears throat> you, know, so you look out this this monastery is always now unfinished where you have this um outside you see in the cloister these just these beams of wood just pointing out into space. <laughs> We haven't actually finished the cloister. I walk past that, and you, I don't have any any urge to finish it. <laughs> just gonna, it's, I just like the sense that it can be unfinished, and you know, done my bit, and somebody else can finish it, or not finish it, or fall down, or whatever. You know, that uh, yeah, it's always like this, isn't it? Everything is in the process of becoming something else, but never actually finally having settled, solved, completed, you know, we'd we'd all like it to be, but it doesn't happen on that plane of becoming, becoming is always that something coming into being, something forming, and um, making, you know, coming into shape, and then it's always, there's a, there's a, it carries a bit of a kind of a hook to keep going on that, you know making more of it developing it and uh, you know it occurs in all levels mm. <coughs> when I came back here from my year away then I came in in the evening it' gone it's a retreat time and I remember it's coming into bow to the, the Buddha image that bowed bowed to this Buddha so beautiful and as I bowed I kind of looked up and I heard this sort of thought in my mind saying you should help everyone. Oh dear. <laughs> it's a sign. <laughs> so I thought well that's a kind of, oh, where that come from? Yeah. But of course, one well, fails. Yeah, you kind of do some good probably. Uh, it's never finished, no one else has ever finished, no one's ever actually completed. Um, you know, I get the feeling that I, I can never do enough, I haven't got things finished, uh, things kind of open-ended and... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to someone near the other, Jyotiko the other day, and when I came down to Chittas, I brought this lovely big canvas with me that uh, uh, a supporter had given guy called Eugene, a big Cherokee, half quarter a Cherokee Indian this guy, and he he was very inspired by the paintings I did in the Dhamma Chakapavatana Sutta, the Dawn of the Dhamma. So he he wanted to give me this canvas and so I said, fine, okay, that'd be really nice. I had this idea, I'll paint something, you know, a lovely offering of the Buddha's enlightenment. So alright, well I'll get down there and sort things out and then, you know, I'll stick it up in the loft for the time being, Got these acrylic paints, it's there, and, you know, i get around to that, wouldn't I? That'd be nice, get around to that. <laughs> and then five, five years go by, I think, oh, well, I haven't gone around to that yet. And then ten years go by, and then it took 15 years. And I think, you're not going to do it, are you, actually? So like I said, Jody, you can have it. <laughs> yeah, you can have it, you know the kind of sad feeling that uh, you know one can keep things going in the mind that that one day you know when I paint my masterpiece an old Bob Dylan song you know one day I'll do the wonderful thing that I really love doing you know something I'm satisfied with or I'll you know finally write something that I feel very happy with and people will appreciate and no it doesn't happen you know Everything I do, I think, well, it's, it's alright, I guess. <laughs> and then it, it's never quite, you know, some people like, like some people don't like, and so on. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so, what do you do, you know? Uh, my, my sense is, uh, well, there we are. You've got to do something. You've got to say something. You've got to, you know, here you are. You've got this physical thing. You've got to do something. So you, you help, or you think you help. You try to do what you think will help. But there's a sense of, I have faith in that, the sense of really, the only thing to do, on the level of doing, is surf. You know, that's, that's the only, I can't think of anything that really, you know, makes sense to me. I mean, what am I going to do? So toodle around on a beach somewhere, and you know, i don't I don't do kind of hang loose it doesn't <laughs> you know, I can do it as a special practice you know fifteen minutes or so Right, okay <laughs> twenty minutes i can't do weeks of it Some I should do weeks of it i can't do it just feel restless and I was frustrated you know, give me God damn it, give me some work <laughs> Something meaningful. That's the way it is. Yeah. So, if someone like myself, a lot of the <clears throat> kind of realization process comes in realizing you do, and what you do isn't good enough. That's fine. You know, it's isn't supposed to work. It doesn't actually. But you do it from a place of increasing. Um, this passion. Cause the thing with so that to me is faith. The faith in the karma. You do good because what else is there to do? Yeah. What else can you do? Do bad? Anyone do that, so you do good. But there's this hook with karma, isn't there, with action? It means, you know, always believe that I do something. Yeah. Little old me does something and then little old me reaps the results of that. <laughs> and as long as one believes that, they're stuck on <laughs> core identifying with cause and effect. Who do, who does anything? And that kind of wish comes along with it. That'd be nice if it, you know, if other people were happy or acknowledged it, or I wouldn't, don't really want to be famous. But be nice to have a kind of warm glow of you did good. And you, know, you can do that. It's it's uh, you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. Just to purify. Service is an act of purification. And uh, it, you know, and to know once you begin, once you begin to know that. Work never finishes, it never concludes. Yeah, I think I feel myself going kind of less a little bit less gung-ho into it. You know even the you know, the Buddha saying to this can't enlighten anybody. Just point to those who you know can pick it up and some people You know, camping up, some people don't, or some people pick up later. Some people manage to get these some realizations without a Buddha. You know, they don't actually need a Buddha. So, you know, it's kind of a sense of the Buddha who spent, you know, all his life of, you know, some 50 years on the road, tramping around India in the heat, just uh, giving teachings to anyone who wished it, right, to his last dying breath yeah. dragged himself to his soul tree so that he could say please ask any questions <laughs> and yet <laughs> it's like so, you know, there it is and as soon as he was as soon as he was dead somebody says oh thank goodness we got rid of him <laughs> you know he always told us what we couldn't do <laughs> There's something, you know, frightfully frighteningly realistic about little pieces in the Pali canon. You know, it's not an ideal scenario. We'll try to kill him a few times. <clears throat> but it's this of uh, what we all, you know, understand, I'm sure, is that this very sense of self is what hooks us to different planes of becoming. So, becoming—you know, the coarse level, uh, animal level, fine material form—you know—that's the, the, the whole cosmology. You know, from the refined jhana states down to the ghastly hell realms. It's all bound in the world of becoming, everywhere. In that, people make a hold. Um, consciousness is like a seed and it plants itself in these planes of becoming and it grows there and um, you know practice really is to is, can this consciousness lose its seed you know it's a, so even in the world of becoming of bodies and forms and thoughts and actions and you know high and low there isn't this nagging seed of self. And then you can kind of really kind of make that a uh, meditation practice, see if when you if your mind acquires a kind of lucidity or the degree to which it does, see where the hook starts to occur, mm. what I am, what I will be. Uh, what I want to be in the future what I dread being in the future you know the whole kind of um, dimension Uh, where is that but really really convincing isn't it we don't know anything else You you don't get beyond becoming you don't get beyond becoming but um You know what has become is this; these aggregates, these forms, it has become. It's come into being. Goes along so far, and it it can it can cease. And that requires a, a huge amount of of um, balance. You know, to <coughs> it's not about not having a thought, not having a feeling, not doing anything. Uh, not being anybody. It's about knowing or begin to experience this sense of coming into being, coming into being, and uh, letting it go. All its emotional pangs and, and aspirations, and what we will do, what we will become is a bit of a mystery, actually. Mm. can you really consider um, in your own life how accurate one's imagination of what one would be in two days time one day's time how accurate that actually is yet to live without that mm. <coughs> Your faith has a, a, an object, a basis. It's, it's a Buddha Dharma Sangha is the way it's expressed. Faith in conviction in the qualities of karma, in ethical the validity of ethical action. <coughs> you know, one is convinced. One is convinced of that. One is not questioning that. Feeling that. Um, this is this is what we can do. This is what we do, and right down to um, you know the momentary choice to to uh, where we place our mental attention, realizing you know that the the mind, the thinking mind, the emotional mind, it is in the plane of becoming. So where do you want to put it? What do you want to occupy your mind with? What do you want to become? That's the entry, isn't it, to Dhamma? Of all the things that we could consider, imagine, strategize, plan, hope for. What really is going to serve one best? What really is going to serve one best? Hmm. And it's, um, that has to be very strong. Mm. Sense of loving kindness and compassion and renunciation. It's really strong. Because all the old karma comes up that's about mistrust and uh, fear and, uh, you know, wanting, wanting to be somebody and, get somewhere and all this stuff comes up sometimes extremely unskillful mind states and fantasies and things so you have to make it really strong that uh, this is what we are you're stepping back from and finding places in your, in your body in your movements in your walking in your talking where you don't go into that where you, where you're caught you don't go in there even things that we talk about <clears throat> so it is quite a, a, a full on commitment yeah I see sometimes my mind goes into complaining I think you know it's all real and true and so it just You know, what is so attractive about that place? Why do I go there? Just enough, you know. You didn't get what you want, (laughs) and (laughs) you got what you didn't want, (laughs) and (laughs) anything new? and it's not fair and so on (laughs) and so it's a sense of you know that historical person I should be this way because I've done all this should be this way because I am this should be this way because I you know, uh, come on (coughs) Sangsara does not cooperate with self-view <laughs> yeah. which is okay you know really um, it's if uh, we get the message there's better places to go you know? pootling around this you know, level of conditioned existence looking for bites to eat and little something or the other yeah, yeah. Hmm. the meditation practice yeah you yeah, want it uh feeling that as soon as one meditates, one shouldn't have any karma anymore. It should just all be, you know, count ten breaths, boom, there we go. <laughs> it says so in the book. <laughs> yeah. A real um, persistence requires that uh, faith in karma, in skillful actions of the mind, the heart, you know, so when things are going bad, I don't feel so good, can I be a refuge to myself, can I, you know, not be driving myself up the wall, can I be sensible at last, you know, I mean, tried most everything else over 30 years, I thought, Want to try and be sensible? <laughs> I think it's going to take some doing because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like you know when you calm what you've become tends to become the kind of um, the benchmark, and you just it's disorienting to move outside of what one becomes. And I think this is why. The uh, quality of of sangha is so important, yeah. Because uh, with sangha, you have that sense of of relationship, connection, friendship, reminders. You know, all levels. You know, up, down, sideways. Wherever you see these things, teachers, friends, peers, and something's always kind of not, not. it's, it's not fitting in with the way you see yourself. And yet, you can, it's uh, um, <coughs> it's a vehicle we see as a um, place of trust. The worst thing that uh, can ever occur, really, in Sangha is schisms and uh, disputes and verbal daggers. You know, because Somehow there has to be it. You realise this is not just a matter of a, you know, monastery or a social unit. This is a matter of of heart, and uh, you know, a place where, if we want to have faith, and a kind of pretty tangible Buddha, well, Buddha that's in somewhere else or Dhamma, well, yeah, but living, then you've got to have Sangha, and then you something that doesn't let you be who you think you are and yet it's essentially something you can trust and respect and of course unfortunately you know history of monasticism often misses this point over as it does in all religions you know people lose sangha's refuge and sangha becomes a kind of you know territory or Ownership or you know views, and sects, and nikayas, and so on, and doesn't actually misses it really. The ability to respect and to the sealer and to live the sealer and to respect that which is good in others come from that place. You know, then whatever views we have, disagreement over views, which is natural, there's basic the sense of Yeah, but I respect your, I respect your, you're trying to figure things out. I respect where you're coming from. Mm. This is very important. (coughs) You know, particularly on a retreat where many of the you know other activities may be put to rest, then somehow the sense of you know looking upon each other with kindly eye and looking out. The tendency can be for meditators is to almost lose the fact there's anybody else there, you know you go in some very internal remember. You know. <laughs> you know, stuck in here with all this is the important stuff, you know, so So it gets to be an imbalance because we do actually have exteriors (laughs) and they do affect each other and uh, we can um, serve in the most simple way just by the kindly demeanour and the quietness and the patience and the spaciousness and the encouragement and the, laughter and the you know whatever when we being real this is the basis of Sangha it's not you know it's kind of acquired all sorts of cultural and traditional forms within it and uh, these do date you know they, they do date and then because they're things that have become and anything that become has a tendency to you know, it becomes for a while and then it sort of doesn't seem to work anymore it passes Mm. so Sangha is always that willingness to go back to the basics of respect and integrity and mutuality and practice and aspiration and uh, you know and the fact that we struggle a lot with our karma you know sympathy and really you know develop from there so there's always that need to to uh, revisit our our structures our forms in this life my my sense mm. <clears throat> And, uh, but then of course that means, you know, it's an act of faith, isn't it? Because suddenly you say, well, all I can trust is is doing good, you know. And uh, trying to attune to the Buddha's Dhamma, Buddha's Vinaya. Live it out. Kalyanamitta. And by and large I quite you know, personally I feel pretty um, grateful really mm-hmm. for the way it's all gone. You know, since that obviously people have fallouts and disagreements and problems, but <clears throat> what I sense in this group here is that people haven't lost the ability to be real, they don't just, don't just quote <laughs> quote things at each other <laughs> yeah. this is very much the whole spirit of, of the, what Ajahn Chah is trying to present to us you know, sense of sangha was his main, what his main practices was that so it becomes a refuge for us Going up, down, not getting anywhere. You know, when you think of it, sort of people who realise the bond are rather few, proportionally. So you don't want to kind of make that the only thing you find any value. If you come on Arahant Street, you know, you want to make it something where there's a value in just being a, a brahmacharin You know monk, lay person and a you get that sense of belonging to what you feel is good and valuable and trustworthy and it takes you through confidence in that (coughs) and the experience of faith, to my mind, one of the uh, salient features of it is it's not, you know, it doesn't it has not got the same kind of attainment quality as samadhi or insight, like, you know, wow, I had great insight you can say, wow, I had a great moment of faith <laughs> you know, when I got into the second or third jhana, like, oh, that's great you know, I got somewhere, you know, I finally did it which is well, it's true, this is nothing, it's wonderful, but you know how the hook grabs hold of those things yeah. And most of most of the time, it's well, I haven't got it, you know. Let you be honest about it. But then, with faith, there isn't some confidence. It's not really somebody who, you know. You don't really have it in the same way. You gradually, you know, you exercise it by the sense of commitment and service and offering and beginning again every day. You know beginning again every moment, forgiving, forgiving yourself, forgiving everyone else, just beginning again, you know, and it's that that keeps clearing all these things we feel we are or have become or haven't become or should become or whatever, you know, it's a moment at a time, life of faith, what can you do right now, you know, so maybe I can just kind of sit up right, Watch my breathing, or you know. today I wasn't feeling very well <coughs> some kind of fever and shivering and throat. Yeah. it's kind of good actually, because it makes me a bit more peaceful. <laughs> I don't have so much energy, <laughs> so I just that's basically lie there all wrapped up, my little hoodie on, my beanie, my woolly hat, my best the hat, I have a hat I wear on poster days, my Sunday best, my possum and mohair hat, just lie there kind of shivering and hot at the same time, just in this kind of woozy state, the feeling of, this is, you know, this is all you can do right now, isn't it, you can't, you know, you can't, think straight really do anything that's something quite I found it quite um helpful the doer you know a uh, serious committed meditator The you know say well I guess the world is going on the way it's going on and right now nobody's doing me any harm and may I be well kind of nice you know. <laughs> whether I'll, you know, make it through the night, I'll see. I don't feel, you know, it's going to be a big campaign. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of nice just to spend some time with you all, you know. It's everybody here. It kind of makes you feel good. Been, see everybody and spend some time together. Mm. Sangha. You know, times when we actually just uh, we find a place where we're all more or less hitting the same note, you know, silence, stillness, meditation. You know, we we do that quite well. <laughs> Other bits we're not so good at, but this bit we, we do quite well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, to my mind, there's just something about just being in that situation and picking up that tone and that. The mood, you know, realise that over these years, you know, faces change, and some people have known for a decade, more than that, fifteen years, twenty years or so. You know, new people, and there it is, a whole sort of changing, changing panoply of sangha. There you are know, all these Serbians and South Africans and Norwegians and Portuguese. Fourteen nationalities. And then we got the Spanish and the Pole. And Indian. So we're up to seventeen now. Which is kinda of, I like that. I like to collect nationalities. <laughs> yeah. And it isn't isn't really English and it isn't really Thai. And it isn't isn't a lot of things. And it's it's the fact that it doesn't quite fit any of these Models, you know, the way that I, as a 21st century Western person, doesn't quite fit. You know, I imagine for Jim Pierce, it's it's been some bit of letting go as to isn't exactly the same as the Thai way of doing things, it's done very well. Yeah, Yeah. because it helps in the overlap of all these different persuasions and ideas and, and, and things we've become just to see well where do we actually meet you know where do we meet and then all these other things have to you know find their place we meet in this mm. Sangha Dhamma Buddha anyone. The first step is